Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Finiature. Um, I know it's been a minute. I took a bit of a break because of my health, but I'm back now. Um, and today we are going to be talking about IPOs because it's IPO season, and this week two unicorn companies got listed on on the New York Stock Exchange, and it was a big frenzy so we're talking about ipos because like the biggest buzzword it's the biggest buzzword right now and ipos are currently the hottest things since hot coffee this year alone there have been 420 ipos on the u.s stock market and that's an 83 percent increase from 2019 so in 2019 there are only 223 IPOs, but in 2020, there have been 420 IPOs so far. 422, actually, if we can count DoorDash and Airbnb, is a really big deal because IPOs are kind of like they are kind of an indicator of the health of an economy because um, companies don't usually list when the economy is in depression, right? Because they are com- they are con- Companies will be undervalued at that point in time. So they like to list when the economy is booming so that their companies will receive proper valuation. Yeah. So in this year of the Rona, having 420 plus companies list on the stock exchange is quite a huge feat. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start with definitions. What's the meaning of an IPO? Literally, as the name implies, an IPO is when a company is going public. An IPO means initial public offering. It is when a company is going public. This company that was private before is listing its shares on an exchange for the first time. That is, it is literally selling shares to the public. Think of it as the company's first Big appearance like their sweet 16s like this huge deal so it's basically the process of a private company becoming public is one of the ways in which a private company becomes public um in the general media space is usually referred to as going public so you hear oh dodash became public or airbnb is going public yeah that's what they mean they basically mean oh an ipo is happening um, so why are IPOs such a big deal? <laughs> IPOs are a big, big deal. They've always been a big deal in finance. They're going to still be a big deal. They'll always, always be a big deal. Because IPOs are a two-way street. So on one hand, you have the public, that's me and you, <laughs> and every other person that has been looking at this company, say Airbnb. Airbnb is like very popular. DoorDash is very popular in the U.S., um it's not very popular in nigeria because we don't use it in nigeria but airbnb is pretty popular right and people are looking at this company and you're like oh this seems like a great company they're doing well they're making money and all of that i would like to invest in this company but then you can't because the company is in public it's private so it's only select few people like it's only a selected group of people very few people that can invest in this company because they are private and even then it's ridiculously expensive i'm talking millions of dollars to invest in those companies so that's when you hear things like series a series b series c funding seed funding early capital funding those types of funding they're really expensive 
and you know individuals cannot afford those kind of things so on the one hand you have you know individuals are interested in this company and so when a public when a private company is becoming public individuals now have an opportunity to invest in them so an ipo is the perfect opportunity for investors fund managers asset managers generally people generally everybody to invest in the company and people are very usually very excited because they get to buy into these companies and because of this excitement when ipos list they are very volatile they tend to trend like upwards for example when doordash listed the price in a day did 86 percent um airbnb i believe did above hundred percent was around hundred and twelve percent in just one day so they are extremely volatile when they list because of the excitement so there is just high demand everybody's trying to buy but it's like i need to get in 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 yeah so the prices you know they change and um, very quickly depending on the perception of the public for doordash and airbnb they're practically my case study for this podcast um People had like good perception of them. That's why their stocks trended upwards. Some other stocks would list on an exchange and just nosedive because everybody's like, nope, we're not buying into this. So yes, they're really volatile season, like when a company lists on an exchange. Also, IPOs are a very big deal because the company is basically raising capital. And that's for investors in an indication that the company wants to expand because whenever IPOs happen, the companies, they are making money, right? They are basically, it's a form of raising money. So there are two ways that companies get money, either through debt or equity. So an IPO is one of the means of getting money through equity. So they're basically raising money and they make billions and millions of dollars. So it's, it's like a positive thing in the eyes of investors, in the eyes of people that, okay, so now this company is going to use this money to make like big expansion project so that's a plus right so when a company says oh we are going public everybody's thinking oh you guys want to expand that's why people also rush to buy the stocks so my personal advice would be just wait out the noise a bit when everywhere is calm you can um (laughs) you can buy into it because because of the initial demand the prices just tend to trend upwards then on the other hand, we have people that already like had shares in this company. So that guys, I talked about that spend some hundreds of millions to buy shares in this company initially. Private guys, they bought in when the company was still private, and now the company is trade, you know, trading on exchange. They are able to exit um, easier. So say, um, and not just private investors, anyways, the founders, um, early employees. So. In some companies, when you are like one of the first set of employees, they pay you with equity instead of cash or cash and some equity mix. So um, before, obviously, you just you you wouldn't be it won't be easy for you to sell because if you want to exit the company, maybe nobody wants to buy the share from you. But now that the company is trading on an exchange, you can easily buy. And then every time that an IPO happens, as I've explained, the prices tend to go up. So you see an increase in the valuation of your assets you get. So it's it's a big it's a big deal for them. For example, SoftBank invested sixty eight million dollars in DoorDash, and that investment is currently worth eleven point five billion dollars. They invested sixty eight billion. 
68 million and now it's worth 11.5 billion that's like 17 times just let that sink in for a quick second <laughs> so yeah let me talk about the ipo process real quick so the ipo process is a very you know it's a long long one i'm not going to bore you with like the details but it takes like a couple of months but the first thing is when a company wants to go public um they kind of meet up with some investment banks and so investment banks do this thing that it, as is called a beauty contest yes a beauty contest so different investment banks basically pitch to the company that wants to go public that oh if you use us as your underwriter these are the services we're going to offer to you this is how much we're going to charge this is the advantage of using us um instead of another investment bank basically like a beauty contest right um so the company now has to look through these pitches and then pick the investment bank that they want so one like general like popular criteria they have to look out for is they have to look out for an investment bank that has um good reputation because how this thing kind of works how it works is that the investment bank buys the shares from the company and so when it lists it's the investment bank that is actually like selling it so you want an investment bank that can actually sell your shares you want an investment bank that can create balls that can create demand so when you go for an investment bank that has like strong brand reputation amongst like fund managers um and all these big asset management firms you get like leverage basically so you want a firm that so that's why most of these big ipos the people that underwrite them are big firms like goldman sachs morgan stanley jp morgan bank of america and you know the big big guys basically so the next thing is you they'll file with the sec um you file with a regulatory body so in different countries they have different regulatory bodies coincidentally the us and the and nigeria the regulatory body has the same name it's called the sec it's called the securities and exchange commission so <laughs> they'll basically ask you to bring like plenty of paperwork plenty of filing and this filing you know um the company that's going public has set up a team of investment bankers of lawyers corporate people and just file this plenty plenty filings with the SEC and then there's setting price so the price that the um, stock is going to initially trade at on the exchange has to be set and they set that through valuation Whew. the investment bank would do a valuation of the company to determine the price of each share of the company so initially DoorDash was valued at around in this in the 80 dollar range and then it was revalued it was the value was revisited or revamped <laughs> to around uh, above a hundred dollars and it traded i think it traded at 142 so it was 180 it was really you know it went over and and beyond the valuation same thing with um airbnb the pricing was around 60 dollars and it traded a lot higher than that so <clears throat> what Typically, investment banks are very conservative when it comes to valuation, to be fair. Um, they are usually, like, very conservative. And then the market is just wild. So, there's, you know, there's usually discrepancies. Um, yeah, so what happens after an IPO? So, after an IPO, company trades on, on the stock exchange on which it has listed, like a regular stock, just normally trade, buy, sell, opens, um, whatever the market opens close whenever the market closes it just follows the law of demand and supply and just follows the general rules that every other person has to follow 
so in case you have been seeing ipos in the news and you're wondering what ipos are in this podcast i hope i've been able to explain to you in very simple simple terms and i hope that this was worth your while thank you for listening